We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We are less than a week away from Election Day in Michigan, and contested primaries are nothing new. But this year, things are different. A lot different. It's really only once a decade that we have an opportunity for this incumbent versus incumbent primary. Being an incumbent in a political race is a huge advantage, unless, of course, your opponent is also an incumbent. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. August 2nd is primary day in Michigan this coming Tuesday. If you've watched TV or your favorite streaming service, you've likely seen an ad or two or ten. In an election, there is no bigger advantage than being an incumbent. In fact, in 2020, in the U.S. House of Representatives, incumbents won almost 95% of their races, a staggering number. But what happens when there are two incumbents running head-to-head? That is exactly what's happening in Michigan's new 11th Congressional District, where Democrats Haley Stevens and Andy Levin are going head-to-head next week. Before we answer what happens, let's answer this. How did we get here? The start of this process of having Haley Stevens run against Andy Levin began, of course, with the redistricting that occurred last year. And it happens every 10 years. So it's really only once a decade that we have an opportunity for this incumbent versus incumbent primary. That right there is the voice of Dr. Dave Dulio. He's the director at the Center for Civic Engagement at Oakland University. In the 2020 census, Michigan's population did not grow as fast as other states, so it coughed up a seat in the House of Representatives. Michigan has continuously lost seats for the last half century. We once had 19 seats in the U.S. House of Representatives. We currently have 14, and with this election, we're going down to 13. And that has led to unwanted Democratic primaries every 10 years. 10 years ago, it was Hanson Clark and Gary Peters. 20 years ago, you may remember, it was John Dingle and Lynn Rivers. And so it's just unfortunate. But we, in this kind of musical chairs situation, Haley Stevens and I are left seeking the same seat. That is Congressman Andy Levin. He currently represents Michigan's 9th Congressional District, but that was altered during the 2020 census. So now he and Haley Stevens, who represents the old 11th District, will go toe-to-toe in the new 11th District primary. The new 11th is made up of parts of the old 9th and 11th, hence Levin versus Stevens. When it comes to redistricting, Congresswoman Stevens wonders if Michigan is getting the short end of the stick here. Michigan hasn't grown as fast as other places. That is our reality, and that is why we've lost the seat. We've also been stuck at 435 members of Congress for over 100 years. And it might be time for us to think about expanding Congress by 10 or 20 seats. Michigan's a great example of this. 
geographically, we're the largest state east of the Mississippi. Population-wise, we're the 10th largest state in the union, except for we're only going to have 13 members of Congress. Before we really dig into this, here's what we know for sure. No matter who wins, the Democrats lose. Here's Dr. Dulio again. It's a problem because there's going to be one fewer Democrat in the Michigan congressional delegation, right? So if we look at the races across the state, I think it's likely that Republicans maintain a majority in the Michigan congressional delegation. A lot hinges on that Meyer-Gibbs race over on the west side. But, you know, if things go true to form, Republicans would still have a majority in the congressional delegation, one seat fewer than last time. But, you know, that's just fewer Democrats and fewer Democrats in the congressional delegation means less influence for Democrats in Michigan politics. One of the things about primary races, and this is true no matter what the political party is, it's tough to separate the candidates because oftentimes principles are the same or very similar. I mean, if their views differed that vastly, they'd be in different political parties, likely. In a primary, it's always harder to differentiate yourself from a member of your own party than it is in a general when you've got much starker contrast to make. But I think that this is even a primary that takes it up a notch right, in terms of difficulty, because they agree on a lot of things. Their voting records are very similar. It's a much bigger challenge to create that contrast and create it in a way that is meaningful for voters when the person on the other side of that contrast is someone you've worked with, someone you know, they have a good working relationship with. It is increasingly harder in an environment and a context like the one in the 11th Congressional District primary. But Congressman Levin tells me that that couldn't be further from the truth. He and his opponent are different. We're very different Democrats. You know, Zach, I'm a happy warrior for justice. I'm out here fighting for reproductive rights for everybody who can have a baby. So women have control over their own bodies and their own decisions. I'm out here fighting for urgent action to save life on Earth as we know it against the overheating that we're subjecting our planet to. And I'm out here fighting to save our democracy. I've introduced several pieces of legislation, even recently, to help clerks get more people to be poll workers and to make sure poor voters can get out there and vote by giving them two hours of paid time off to vote on election day and to stop the intimidation and threat and violence against election workers in polling places. And not surprisingly, Haley says she's not really like Andy, even if they have similar ideals. When you're pointing out certain things, it's easier when it's red versus blue. But when it's blue on blue, I just wonder how the nuance of of a campaign like that, to me, it's interesting. Absolutely, it is. Myself and my competitor are incumbents who have been serving during a very critical time. I know one difference in our leadership style is that I was selected by the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, to help usher in the CHIPS Act legislation, something that we're getting done this week, which is such a bottom line driver for Michigan and our economy, addressing a supply chain disruption brought on by our over-reliance on foreign markets. Haven't heard my opponent talk too, too much about it. Uh, but I, I do, and I, and I believe he's bringing in one of the very few senators, Mr. Bernie Sanders, who's going to be voting against this legislation, which, which is really quite interesting. Uh, but I'm, I'm over here 
sticking by my my track record of doing and delivering uh, for the people of southeastern Michigan here in Oakland County. One of the questions I had is, why the 11th for Levin? He could have run in the new 10th district, there is no incumbent, and part of his old district falls into that area. But instead, he chose a primary against an incumbent. Why? It really came down to two potential districts for Andy Levin. The new 11th, right, which is where he lives. And he has a long history in Oakland County. His family has history in Oakland County. But certainly part of his district now is Macomb County. So... He certainly could have run in the new 10th, which is that Macomb-centric district. But there, the dynamics are different. And I think if we look at the two districts, the 10th, you know, we could call it an open seat because there is no sitting member of Congress. And that district is Republican-leaning. So, you know, that could have been a consideration. I'm not saying that Congressman Levin made a political calculation there with that. But if he did, it was smart to look at, OK, where am I best able to be successful? So he would have to not only win the Democratic primary and the general. In the new 11th, it's really about the primary. That is such a heavily Democratic district now that I think the winner of the Stevens-Levin primary is very, very likely to win that general election. The money hauled in by political campaigns these days is staggering. According to OpenSecrets.org, Stevens and Levin have raised over $7 million combined in this race. Dr. Dulio says another way to separate the candidates is to see from where the third-party support comes. On that front, I think it can look at who the third-party groups are that are supporting each one. It's always fair to talk about who is involved in different races, right? And certainly APAC has come in and is very favorable to Haley Stevens. But at the same time, I think J Street has come in and as another interest group, another outside spender, and backed Andy Levin. And I don't know the totals on how much they've spent for each, but it's absolutely fair to talk about who is trying to influence the race. Campaigns can get heated. We know this. Mud can be slung. I'm not suggesting that is happening, but when in a contested primary, remember, you have to win another race after that. So the last thing you want to do is alienate the voters during the general election. It's a really fine line to walk. It's a bit like a dance. In, in a primary, you have to dance toward the extreme because that's where the primary voters are. And then in the general, you've got to dance back toward the middle to pick up the voters who were less likely to vote in the primary, but are certainly going to cast the ballot in the general. You know, you mentioned strategy or the way that they're running their campaigns. I think that's reflected in how each is trying to draw these comparisons, right? I think Andy Levin from the beginning has tried to and successfully staked out a claim to the more progressive wing of the party in this district. And and Haley Stevens has let him do that. and, And because she prefers rhetoric and positioning of being more toward the middle of the road. This is just one primary of many, and we didn't focus on this race because of political party or even location. But this is what happens in the election following redistricting. Chaos. Redistricting is supposed to make things better, and maybe it will. But for now, well, like I said, complete chaos. Thanks all around to Dave Dulio, Haley Stevens, and Andy Levin for taking the time to chat with me today. This podcast would not be possible without the work of our digital team, 
Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for local news on demand 24-7, including the latest on the August 2nd primary. Do you have questions, comments, or concerns about the Daily J? We want to hear from you. Drop us an email at dailyj at odyssey.com. That's dailyj at audacy.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.